no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the 40 Yard Switch. This is episode 66. Uh, as always, my name is Jasper Woodson. Uh, back alongside me this week, Wilbur Kudelukes. How are you, mate? It's good to be back. Yeah, we missed you last week. Vinny, Vinny deputized well, but nothing beats the original duo. <laughs> I think I think Vinny does a very good job of deputising. But, uh, yeah. but yes. Um, a fellow Manchester United fan. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, bit of a different one this week, because uh, coincidentally, due to the, the, the death of Her Late Majesty the Queen, there was no Premier League football over the weekend. Uh, and there's only going to be seven games instead of ten this weekend. Uh, and there's been a few Europa League um cancelled well at least Arsenal's Europa League game has been cancelled yeah it was funny because yeah, she, she passed on the what like early very early um, Friday morning our time mm. and then we got up to to still watch the um, the Arsenal United games yeah they, which, had, they, which they had hadn't like cancelled anything at that point minute silence like yeah. at half time the Arsenal game which is weird yeah and before the game at yeah a bit strange mm. well the Arsenal game was in Switz- was it Switzerland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very weird. But then, uh, yeah, apparently the country needs a whole week of mourning, <laughs> which I think is a bit odd. Apparently, uh, I thought, that, yeah, there was going to be a 14-day observance in Australia too. But yeah. I don't know anyway. In the end, Australia's just got a public holiday that falls the day before the grand final public holiday. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, a bit of a different one this week. Which uh, So, it basically, we're just going to talk about the one notable thing from last week, which is uh, Chelsea's new manager. Then we'll do a little Champions League recap, and then we'll talk about um, the potential. Well, not it's not going to happen, but like the all-star team that was suggested by Chelsea's owner Todd Bowley. Um, but I digress. Moving on. Uh, yeah, Chelsea have appointed Graham Potter, much to no one's surprise, uh, as their new manager. Um, initial thoughts. Um, well. My my initial thought was that it's 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 not the best sort of idea for him because because of the sort of um, ruthlessness of Chelsea in the past. But it seems like um, I don't know, just hearing uh, people in the media more recently, that the intention is to to give him time. Uh, you know, even if they don't make Champions League next season, the the idea is to give uh, Graham Potter time to build a project. So. That sounds good to me. Yeah. And it's definitely like, while I would have liked him to go to literally any other big six team uh, as his next, as his logical next step in his career, it is the logical next step in his career because he is a manager of a caliber that can coach a top six or a big six side. Uh, It's just a shame it had to be for them. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah. I initially was also worried about the uh, merry-go-round of managers that has been Chelsea uh, of old. Um, but I guess, I mean, it, it could all be just words that from the Chelsea owners saying that they, they want to plan to give him time and all of that. Um, but if they are planning to give him time, and then like things are looking up if you're a Chelsea fan, because I, I do believe he'll get a very good competitive Chelsea team. Maybe not straight away, but pretty soon. 
Yeah, I, I I think he can definitely do well, and he's you know unlike a lot of other um, English managers um, recently, he's he spent a lot of time building up his you know w- working on his trade essentially. Yeah, um, and I feel like with time he he will do a very good job at Chelsea. But it's interesting though that that Tuchel wasn't really given time yeah. under the new regime. Yeah, I think I think I think <laughs> I just, there was these stories coming out that like even. Like Todd Bowley wanted Potter, like even in the off season, but couldn't get rid of Tuchel because of whatever reasons. So I think they were kind of waiting for sort of anything to like, to find, kind of waiting for a reason. And then I think the first one of the one of the reasons was obviously wanting Ronaldo and Tuchel saying no. Uh, apparently they just didn't see eye to eye. And then obviously the results was a good easy way out for the owners to be like, okay, cool, we'll get rid of you. But if it sounds like the owners never really wanted Tuchel from the moment they took control yeah which is interesting because yeah it is very harsh on Thomas Tuchel at the end of the day like yeah. I, I didn't like him as as a manager very much but he's done quite a lot in his in his short tenure at yeah. Chelsea he took he took a team that was languishing almost mid-table when he took over and took him to the Champions League final in half a year and won it and then won the Club World Cup final and made it to two cup finals and like yeah, the, the the performances and and some of the players start to stagnate. But yeah, yeah, you feel like that would have earned him a bit more time in different circumstances. Yeah, yeah, it could very well just be a personal thing. Hey? Yeah, but then like and we saw another German come out absolutely slating uh, Todd Bowley. Did did you see that Jurgen Klopp? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> he spoke in the media about Todd Bowley's idea of an all star game and uh, like was very. Um, sort of not happy with it and like saying it was a bit of a joke essentially yeah well it is <laughs> yeah um, I think he said does he want to bring the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> out to play, to play football as well uh, hey I like that I like, I like I like seeing Klopp fired off about stuff like that mm. um, but yeah I think like from all the you hear the stories about the Ronaldo disagreement and then you hear the stuff about how Todd Bowley suggested a four a four four three formation to Thomas Tuchel, clearly showing he clearly doesn't know much about football to begin with. Wait, what? Four four three? Yeah, apparently in like one of their first meetings, Todd Bowley suggested like a four four three formation that he, like he would like he could potentially like to see Thomas Tuchel implement. And Thomas Tuchel was like, "You can't be serious, right?" Like, and yeah, because Todd Bowley just had that little amount of knowledge. Well, the, I remember watching in the first game that you know he took over um, as owner. He was sitting in the stands and a goal got called offside, and he yeah. looked very confused. <laughs> What's that? How? What's an offside? Yeah. What's offside? It's um, just everything that um, irks you about Americans. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was going to use strong language. Big time. Um, but yeah, with with regards to Potter, I feel like it's interesting because obviously they've signed Mark Kukurea, um, who Potter really liked and Potter brought to the league. Uh, Potter's also a manager that is quite familiar with playing a back three or back five. Um, so that's, you know, they've got, they, they, people were saying they bought all these players for Tuchel, but you can really say they bought all these players for um, Graham Potter as well. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, j- just on the sort of, you know, Kukuro's move to Chelsea now is, it's it's interesting, like you mentioned off air about Billy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a real shame. <laughs> Go, goes to Brighton to get first team foot, uh, football under... Um, Graham Potter so yeah and then Graham Potter leaves I do hope that Brighton do get a, a good like you know a pragmatic modern style coach in 
something may potentially an Ange Postacoglu rumoured because I think Billy Gilmore has got so much potential mm. that it was kind of he, he, he got he got shafted at Norwich I, I feel like you can sort of wipe that one off his record because that was just a disaster situation but he's really really good player but yeah um, so this kind of segues into our next segment which is the Champions League but uh, Chelsea, Billy uh, Billy Gilmore Graham Potter's first game in charge was a one-all draw with FC Salzburg. Yeah, a little bit underwhelming, I guess. But I guess it's a it's a Chelsea team trying to find itself again, so you can't expect them to come come out of the doors all guns blazing. But still, probably would like to win that game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, they were definitely the better team. Um, and I, I think there's an argument for in the, in the lead up to one of the goals that the Chelsea player was fouled. I think it was Kovacic gets fouled before the before um, the equaliser. Mm. Um, and Chelsea had like a lot of opportunities as well. The ball just didn't seem to go in. I, yeah, it's it's not ideal because yeah. it's a game that Chelsea expect to win yeah. pretty comfortably. But and Chelsea are now. Uh, That's win- where Chelsea are at at the moment, a little mm. bit as well. But yeah. I suppose you kind of expect the new manager bounce. And Chelsea now, lead, now leaves Chelsea winless in their first two. Uh, I think they're bottom of their group, um, which is, I don't want to say worrying, but con- potentially concerning, considering you only get six games in the Champions League and other teams could pull away. Yeah, I, I really do hope that they end up getting out of that group, and, and realistically, they should. Yeah. Um, Although uh, Dinamo Zagreb going through would, would please friend of the show Max Rezik a whole lot, yeah. But anyway, moving on to um, the rest of the Champions League action that has been going ahead, uh, we'll start with Liverpool. Uh, they were thrashed in opening week by Napoli. It was just an absolute disaster class in the first half. Uh, they pegged, they they've, they've steadied the ship somewhat against Ajax yesterday. Not overly convincing, but still got the three points. Um, I think, it's just, like you said, with Chelsea, it's just kind of a... Their Champions League form is just pretty much mirroring where they're at in their league form as well. Liverpool are just a little bit all over the shop at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's very strange, isn't it? It's, it's hard to really pin down exactly what's like what's wrong with Liverpool. I mean, definitely um, losing Mane. They're definitely finding their feet. Um mm like trying to fill that hole and then the injuries at centre back haven't helped Martin Pony just came back into the side no Canate having Joe Gomez who put in an absolute horror show against Napoli yeah he had, a, he had an absolute stinker and yeah Salah looks a, like a lot quieter this season mm. Luis Diaz is playing quite well I suppose Jota's just coming back into the side and he yeah. had a good game against Ajax and Nunez didn't help himself with the red card yeah but also, like, you also got to th- think, though, like, Jurgen Klopp making some very interesting managerial decisions after the absolute horror show James Milner did when he came on against Everton. He then started against Napoli in the Champions League as captain. Like, that's an interesting decision for me For me as a coach. Like, like you, your player comes on, has an absolutely awful showing, and then you start him in an even tougher game. Yeah, I... I don't know. I, I, I suppose it's kind of forced through injury. And I suppose Milner has also been a player that Jurgen Klopp has relied on mm. quite consistently for a long time. But I guess it'd be, yeah, but it's like, at what point do you realize he maybe is just pushing it a bit past the hill now? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. It's mm. hard. 
I mean, I feel like when you when you've relied on a player for that long, um, and he has like delivered for you for such a long time, then you know a couple of bad games, you're not necessarily gonna yeah lose your faith in him. True, it's true. a tricky one. I I, I just think yeah, they they're just they've they've been done in a little bit by injuries again, and yeah, Barney. Yeah, money. Money is, is the big one. Huge. Um, City have just mirrored their league form essentially. Uh, they're two wins from two. Highland has three goals in two, including uh, a crazy acrobatic winner in their win over Dortmund this morning, uh, following up their four nil thrashing of Sevilla in week one. I mean, not much more to say. They're just impressive. Yeah, I th- I think. I think Dortmund really took it to him, yeah, and did. like, yeah, it, it. Yeah, we were watching the goals back earlier and thinking what the keeper was doing for the first one. Like, he seems to pull his hand away from the yeah. ball. But yeah, I, I think they were struggling a little bit there against yeah. Dortmund. Did you hear apparently Dortmund took it to him? City's first goal was their first shot on target. Oh really? Yeah, that's hectic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think Roy's just like showing how, how class he is. Oh yeah. That, that assist for the Bellingham goal um, and Bellingham's movement as and well. And that solo effort that Royce has that goes just wide where he like cuts inside past the kanji in the box. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah, Dortmund just consistently being very good. Um, I can see them getting out of that group. Severe and whoever else is in that group don't look too much chop. But who is it again? It's... um. struggling to find it here oh Copenhagen yeah no Copenhagen are rubbish um, yeah so Dortmund are good and and yeah and you can really see why everyone's going to be after Jude Bellingham next summer yeah and um, it was nice to see the no celebration from Erling Haaland yeah, against that Dortmund was, that was yeah. nice to see yeah. uh, I was even funny in the post-match interview someone was like yeah Dortmund really had you figured out like like, like, like they, they, they stopped you and Erling Haaland's like no they didn't stop me I scored so <laughs> <laughs> I um, love his yeah. interviews. They're absolutely, yeah, fantastic. So good. Um, moving on to Spurs. Uh, not the most convincing. One nil win against a ten men Marseille, and then losing two nil to Sporting. Admittedly, a very good Sporting team by the looks of it from watching the highlights. Uh, but yeah, uh, interestingly from this, like so, Tottenham looking a little shaky in the Champions League. I I saw a post somewhere. Conte's record in the Champions League. I don't. I don't know the exact wins and losses amounts, but it's not very good. And I think the only time he's made it past the round of sixteen was with Juventus in two thousand and fourteen. Oh really? Yeah. So not the best because sure, he's won tournament. the league everywhere. But you, yeah, you yeah. can't really think of him having a good run in the Champions League. Yeah, but I think his his wins to losses are pretty similar, like the same amount. Mm. So yeah, Tottenham. I don't know. Like, who's who? Who else is in, in their group? Like, uh, it's they. It's, it's sporting. sporting and um, and it is Eintracht Frankfurt. I mean, they're no pushover either. So, last year's Europa League winners. So, Tottenham. I th- well, I think they'll get out of the group. It'll, it could be a little struggle, a little bit of a struggle. I think something at Tottenham this year is that yeah, Son and Kane have really not seemed to show. Like, 
yeah, have it seemed to show up yet. <laughs> Son especially. Kane's got a couple goals from penalties and stuff here in there. But, but I just think he just really doesn't look himself. No, in, in yeah, the same way that Salah hasn't shown up this season, those two, from the heights they've been at, yeah. um, which are very high standards, to be fair, yeah. they're just not. And Richarlison is really looking like the most dangerous player at Spurs mm. at the moment, which yeah. I love to see. Yeah, so interesting one at Tottenham. Uh, again, like your prediction for them to f- not finish in the top four, it's very early doors, but uh, that surprised me when we made those predictions, but it's not looking like a terrible call right now. Yeah, when I put United in fourth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you all laughed at me. <laughs> I have to say, you're not laughing now, are you? Um, PSG, in the group, in, so the group that has PSG and Juventus in it, some very interesting narratives going on here. PSG, not so interesting narrative. Uh, two wins from two, bossing it. Neymar's looking unreal. Messi's looking way better than he did last year. Mbappe's just Mbappe. But Juventus, two losses from two games, and Benfica, two wins from two games. And Juventus now look... If Benfica keep this up, Juventus could be looking at a group stage exit. So ben, Benfica played Maccabi Haifa first yeah. up, yeah. yeah. You know, Juventus still have to play. Maccabi, yeah. Yeah, so... But but to be fair to, to them, they, they took the game to PSG. Yeah, and, and, and the stadium looks hectic. Yeah, the atmosphere in there seems fucking crazy. But yeah, they, they went up against PSG and, you know, they had other opportunities. I think in the end, when you're playing against yeah. Neymar, Messi and Mbappe, it's difficult. But yeah. But Juve just I'd love to see Juve. Yeah, Juve just don't seem to have, I don't know what, but something like they don't seem to be they've got big 70 million do some Blahovic up top doesn't seem to be that threatening and then they're leaking goals at the back yeah so yeah I mean it's it's it, it is hard to say because I don't watch them lots and after I saw saw their result um I checked in like Dusan Vlahovic's stats. Yeah, and they actually look pretty good. Oh, they are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Where are in, in in the Syria, he's he's, yeah. he's he's scored four goals in five games. I'm just gonna quickly check where they are in the Syria. They are. Oh, they're eighth in Syria after six games or yeah. five games. After six games, six games. So maybe there is trouble at Juve. Who knows? Mm. Again, it's early doors. It is early doors. Yeah, you got Udinese is currently fourth. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I think especially with how strong Benfica are looking, it, it's early doors. But I, I, I would be concerned if I was a Juventus fan for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and David Neres replacing um, what's his name? Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes is is seeming like a good good replacement. Really good replacement. Um, not going to spend very 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 long on it, but Real Madrid two wins from two, looking once again like a very good team. No surprises there. Asensio, Asensio, did you see the thing about how he got did, annoyed at? Yeah, at he did. Yeah, he didn't get played again, and um, at the weekend in La Liga, um, and just threw a hissy fit. Yeah, and then he and then he scored a very very nice goal. So oh, there you go. Good things line. come to those who wait, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the last thing we'll mention about the Champions League um, is that in the group that has Bayern and Barcelona, uh, despite Barcelona's somewhat recent resurgence, um, Bayern's still the top dogs when it comes to the contest between those two. Um, I think the aggregate scoreline between. Barca and Bayern over the last few years is like 16-2 or something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an interesting one. Lewandowski had a few chances that you'd usually expect him to score. Yeah, I thought Barca dominated the opening like 40 minutes of that game, mm. but then Bayern just clinical. And I think... Oh, no. Well, I was going to say Sane's goal was really Oh, really yeah, nice. Sane's goal was sick. Yeah. I just think, yeah, it was, it's just a case of Barcelona have had a big influx of players and they're probably going to be good soon, but um, Bayern have just played together for that long and such a good team. Yeah. And I think the big thing is that the center of defense, Barcelona, is still a little bit suspect, yeah. even with Jules Koundé. And, yeah, the first goals from a set piece, just really not defended very well. And Sané's goal was good, but he, he kind through. of walked straight through the middle yeah. of them. Yeah. So Agreed. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think... It'll, Barcelona and Bayern will still go through in that group because the other teams in that group are not very good. Um, but still, I love to see Barca get beat. So. You do love to see yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, that's our Champions League recap. Not much to take from the first two game weeks, but we've given you 10, 15 minutes of it right there. But moving on to the centerpiece of this week's episode. Uh, so it, it, during this week like we just touched on, Todd Bowley suggested that there should be an all-star game implemented in um, the English Premier League because it would make lots of money because, you know, that's what everyone cares about. For the pyramid, he yeah, said. Yeah, for the pyramid, yeah. Um, sure, it's for the pyramid. Yeah, and like, you know, didn't, completely disregarding factors like the fact that, you know, the reason it works in the NFL and the NBA is because the talent is shared around all the teams way more than it is in the Premier League because if you had an all-star game in the Premier League, it would consist mostly of top six team, top six players. Yeah. So, um, nevertheless, we've yeah, we've a, a few other things that Jurgen Klopp mentioned in his rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> was that what are you going to have Liverpool and United players playing together? Yeah. Um, Arsenal or, and Spurs. or Arsenal Spurs players playing together? Yeah. Not very likely. And the other the other thing he mentioned was that when are we going to play? Like yeah, the schedule's already absolutely Ridiculous. cooked with yeah. the international fixtures. You know, whether it's World Cup, uh, Euros, Nations League, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's 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 just a ludicrous thing. But <clears throat> the hypothetical still remains, <laughs> and so me and Wilbur have come up with an idea to make it somewhat interesting. Maybe maybe less talent wise stacked, but we've, we've a way to sort of make it a real display of the broad array of Premier League talent we've decided to make uh, a North and South team for a, t- a hypothetical All-Star game but we've implemented some rules in our selection which is um, there's 10 teams that have been that Sky Sports considered Northern and 10 teams that are Sky Sports considered Southern and we are only allowed to we oh no, sorry we have to pick it one player from at least every team which means there'll be 10 different players and then two players from one team yeah yeah uh, so we're going to go through the northern teams first, yeah, yeah, and then the southern teams. Uh, but like the trick is the, the the tricky thing for us here is um, we're just going to go through the teams in order in the order that they are, and we have to sort of just remember the positions um, and sort of think ahead when picking a player from a certain team because we don't. Yeah, just you, you'll you'll see as we say it. Yeah. So the 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 ten teams in the um, in each division yeah. <laughs> conference <laughs> in each conference uh listed in alphabetical order and the 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 final rule of engagement is that we're paying four three three. Oh yeah um for each okay um so the f- the first one is uh aston villa 
for the Northern Conference. Um, I'm. Th- I mean, the, the first one that comes to mind is Coutinho. Uh, Philip Coutinho. Philip yeah. Coutinho. Yeah. Then I'm also thinking like down the line, like Fernandez, De Bruyne. Um, yeah. Mm. Or. <laughs> or or we could go Emmy Martinez. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like you don't like like the the big teams that are in this Northern Conference. You don't need their goalkeepers. I feel like. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Emmy Martinez is a safer bet. So sorry, Philip Coutinho. You wouldn't have him. You, you were thinking him in, in midfield. In midfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah wait, yeah, would you yeah. having him as, as a left winger? Maybe. Mm. But then I'm also thinking like Rashford as left wing or Foden. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, then, but then actually, if we get, none of their defense. None yeah, of none defense. of their defense. But then actually, if we're taking one player from each team, it'll be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Do we just take Coutinho and then pick another player from another good team? I think Coutinho on the left wing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut inside. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll take Coutinho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everton. Oh, I could take Anthony Gordon. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Coutinho left wing. Um, Everton. Well, the thing that made me shy back from it... Um, oh, Jordan Pickford. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Pickford. I think I think on form at the moment, yeah. Jordan Pickford is one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. Yeah, I back it. I back it. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, I'll yeah, take Pickford. Cool. Uh, Leeds. Um, See, the show gets tricky because Rodrigo is the first. Yeah. Taking up another wing position. Is he, is he a winger or a 10 or a striker? He's kind of played everywhere for Leeds this year. But surely Harlan's got to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. You could pick like Tyler Adams maybe in like midf- centre midfield. Mm. Yeah. Who else, who else do they have? I've got Aronson. Um, Defence. What What about like Luke Ayling? Is like a, Luke Ayling, yeah. He's like a... That Rasmussen Christensen guy. Wait, where's Luke Ayling play? Left, Fullback. Left or right back. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've got Harlan penciled in. Yeah, remember, so oh, I mean not necessarily. Yeah, uh, I feel like if if we're not taking if we're taking Harlan from there, it means that it could potentially free up a midfield spot. So you could play Rodrigo as like a ten. Yeah, as one of the more advanced. Yeah, one like, of the two more advanced. Oh, also it's a one DM and two ahead. Yeah, 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 you can do that. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got Pickford, Coutinho, left wing. Uh, Rodrigo is a centre attacking mid. Yeah. Um, all right. And then Leicester. Um, so I think we need to decide now whether whether we're taking Haaland or De Bruyne. I think I think you take Haaland. Uh, Haaland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There's, right. there's not a lot of strikers everywhere else in this team. Um, all right. So Leicester. I feel like they got a lot of good midfielders. Yeah, you, I mean, you could put you could put Madison. Yeah, you got James Justin and Timothy Castagna as well as fullbacks are decent, but uh, not not in the way of forwards. Vardy's a bit past it, and they haven't really got anyone else on the wings. Mm. And obviously, we're going Harlan anyway. I think Madison's their best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Madison. So him is the other ten. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Liverpool. I feel like you got to take Van Dijk, surely. Yeah, true. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we need a we need one of those. Um, City, Harland. Harland. Yeah. All right. Okay. United. United. Lissandro Martinez. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other centre back. Yeah, I like yeah, it. I like that. So okay, we need two full backs, a DM and a left. Is that right? And a left winger. Yeah. And a right winger. Sorry. And a right winger, and we've got Newcastle Wolves and Forest. So, I reckon we take a foot Tieran Trippier from Newcastle for right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. Uh, Nottingham Forest. I should have thought ahead for this one. Yeah. I mean, Jesse oh, Link, what about Stick Lingard? No, what's a, what's his name? The full. B- what Nico Williams? No. What's the guy's name? I was thinking we get Stick Lingard at right wing. Ah, uh, yeah, we could. But is it is that other guy? Not even Forest fullback. You're thinking of. <laughs> this is very. This is just I, I, I can only think of I can only think of Nico Williams. Oh, where's it going? Oh, there we go. I'm looking at their playlist right now. Oh, he's a forward. He's a forward. <laughs> oh, they got Gibbs White. No, he's not a DM though. Um, so we got Kieran Trippier. We got to. We got to. We got to need. Wait. We, we, oh, we, we can pick two players from one of the teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do we take Rodri or? F- oh no. We, we let's take- just let's just put. Because <laughs> I feel like we can just put. Um, We've got to have one Forest player. Yeah. Nico Williams has been all right. I feel like it took Chuck Jesse Lingard right wing, maybe. But then you you could have someone like Mo Salah. Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, but then also Wolves left back. I don't know who Bull plays left back for Wolves. Because I was thinking you stick like Cancelo at left back. Then you go, like... Yeah, and then you okay, go Lingard, yeah. and then a DM from from Wolves, wherever from Wolves, like a Ruben Neves, or a something like that. Yeah, I feel like we've really backed ourselves into a <laughs> yeah. corner. But anyway, let's let let's go with that. Let's go Cancelo, yeah, Lingard on the right wing, yeah, and Wolves, Ruben Neves, Joao Martino, or that new guy Matias Nunes. Probably one of the first two. Probably Ruben Nevers, then, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, Nevers. Okay. So, <laughs> that is Pickford, yep. Trippier, Lissandro Martinez, Van Dyke, Cancelo. Yep. And then the DM we picked was Nevers. Yeah, Nevers. Madison and... Rafinha. No, no uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Coutinho, Haaland, Salah. No, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the best team. Not the best team, but like you're never gonna get a perfect team. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So the Southern team. All right. So this is a lot of London teams. Um, Arsenal first. Um, all right. Um, is are there many good left backs in in? Oh yeah, Chelsea's got good left. Oh, but. I'm thinking it's got to be Odegaard or Zinchenko. Or maybe Saka. But Not Saka? Yeah. We love Saka. I do love Saka. I'm just thinking On like... On form as well, someone like mm, Jesus. Yeah, there. but I, don't know, I feel like You've from Brentford, I kind of want Tony maybe. Or Harry Kane, yeah. Let's go Saka. Saka? Yeah, Let's okay. Saka right, right wing. Bournemouth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, um... I don't even know any Bournemouth players. Philip Billing or something? I don't know. Um, 
We should have done a bit Jesus, more. Jesus. We should have done a bit more. Um. Oh, they just don't have anyone good. Um, they got Neto, who's a half-decent keeper. Bournemouth. I feel like I'd rather take just their keeper because he can't be that bad, whereas the rest of their outfield team wouldn't be better than anyone else from their other teams, I feel like. Yeah, all right. So take Neto in Neto, goal. Or, yep. or Neto or Travis, but probably Neto is the better keeper. Yeah. Then we right. go Brentford. So there's a couple players you could take here. You could take Mbwemo or Tony. You can take uh, Nor- Norgard. You can take um, Janssen. I, I do really like it in in, in Buemo. But is is he, is, is he going to play up top ahead of Harry Kane, uh, Mitrovic, a... Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Norgard. I like Norgard as the DM. Yeah, let's let's go Norgard. Yeah, okay. Norgard. Uh, Brighton next. Um, oh, I feel like put Caicedo in the in the midfield as well, but yeah, we've just got Norgard. True. Lewis Dunk. Oh yeah, centre back. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, Chelsea. Um, I think Reese James. Reese James, right back. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Palace. I feel like Wolf, Wolf. Zaha on the left. Yeah. yeah. So that's got Saka, Zaha, uh, Norgard, DM, Dunk, uh, and Neto, Neto, yeah. and Reese James. Yeah, Reece James. Uh, Fulham. I feel like Mitrovic, but I don't really know anyone else. Like they got other players. But who else are we going to take from? From who? Who else are we going to take from Tottenham? Spur, from, yeah. I was thinking Romero, at centre-back. Yeah, true. Wait, wait, Fulham, Fulham. Because they got Mitrovic, then they got like, on the decorative reads, not great. Yeah, I think Mitrovic. Mitrovic? Mitrovic, yeah. I think you have to take Mitrovic. Yeah, uh, Southampton, um, take Walker-Peters at left-back. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'll take that. Um, then Spurs take Romero West Ham uh, so West Ham we need uh, another, another, another 10 we don't have any 10s yet actually do we, we don't have any 10s yeah. we have just got Norgard oh, so we, oh yeah we need a second player from another, one of the teams from another team so let's so yeah we need a more attacking West Ham United player yeah uh, what about the, that, that brand new signing of theirs um, Paqueta Lucas Paqueta, yeah. Rice in not not the more. I feel like Rice should go in there. Yeah, what I mean, you sub. You, could you play in Buemo as like ten? Yeah, let's do. Let's yeah. let's put in Buemo as a ten. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rice as the DM. Yeah, and then a second player from one of the teams. Odegaard. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's a better team than the Northern team. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to recap, we've got Neto from Bournemouth in goal, uh, Reese James, Dunk, Romero, Walker Peters, um, Rice, Rice and Buemo, Odegaard. Yeah. And then Zaha, Mitrovic, Saka. Yeah. That's a fucking banging team. Yeah, that's a sick team. <laughs> that's a sick team. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like there's more... I don't know. Well, it's the, just, well, the, you, the talent's a bit more spread out. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, in the south, because like if you it, once you can't pick more than two City, Liverpool, or United players, 
up north it really starts to drop off a bit yeah apart from Everton yeah Everton yeah <laughs> yeah but like yeah you got like Wolves a bit uninspiring Villa very uninspiring um, Newcastle like are playing well but on paper don't have an amazing team yeah Leicester not going well. uninspiring as well um, and then yeah oh and then Leeds like again like playing decently but again on paper yeah, there's no one who jumps out. Yeah. And Leeds have been like that for a, a while, know, even with Beals. Oh, and then Forrest, even. Again, no one jumps out of you. Yeah, they've got so many new players, it's hard to keep track of. Hard to keep track. All right, um, so we'll put those teams on the on the, on the on the Insta scam, and you guys can pick Jack Colback. Do you remember Jack Colback? Yeah, he's playing for Forrest now. Yeah. Wow. So we've just seen Jack Colback on the Forrest <laughs> um, list. But yeah, so we'll put those teams up on the Instagram and you guys can debate who you reckon would win, but I'm pretty confident the South team would, would win. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that will uh, do us, I reckon, uh, for another week. Do, is there any... Oh, wait, yeah, the Premier League games this weekend. There's only seven. Um, so we've got... Everton playing? Chelsea... Chelsea Liverpool on Monday morning. Oh, huge! Everton West Ham, and that's kind of the big games, I would say. Yeah. Arsenal go to Brentford, but that's not really a big game. United to Leeds. Right. So let's let's yeah. let's let's pick our our teams and then the Chelsea Liverpool game. So we'll kick it off with Chelsea Liverpool. Um, two teams not doing very well at the moment. Very hard to pick this game. It's a big win for either team. Yeah, huge. It's a really big win. I am. Is it at Stanford or at, at Stanford Bridge? Ooh. I just think the, the the amount of Chelsea still seem create seem to create a lot of chances against Ajax and Liverpool have been really leaky. I yeah. reckon Chelsea are going to win. Chelsea going to win. I'm going to go for a draw. I reckon both teams are just kind of going to be a bit. Eh. Yeah. Um. I. I reckon both teams are too leaky to it for it to be a nil or maybe like a one all. One all, yeah. I'll say two one. Two one, nice. Uh, Do you remember the the fixture last year when Reese James got sent off? For the oh handball? yeah, the handball, yeah. yeah. Classic, classic. Clapping game. at the TV at that one. Uh, and then my boys, um, apparently Thomas Partey could be back for this game against Brentford. Um, so that'd be huge. If so, if he is back, I reckon we win. If he isn't back, I reckon we draw. Because Brentford are really good at the moment. Um, yeah. So let's just assume he's back. I'm going to say we win 2-1. True. I actually, I also think Arsenal are going to win. There's probably going to be goals. I'll just say 3-2 because I can't say 2-1. <laughs> Fair enough. Everton, West Ham. Um, West Ham haven't been that convincing and Everton get a bit every game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put us in for a, for a win. Uh, 2-1 I reckon yeah I'm also, I'm also going to back a win here I reckon this is this is this is it. the momentum's been building for Everton uh, no Pickford might be a bit of an issue but I think Begovic is more than capable to step in um, and yeah I don't know I feel like I feel like it's 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 building to something here Everton so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to back him for a for a 1-0 win I reckon it's going to be a cagey game 1-0 yeah I like it you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, and yes, uh, so that'll do us uh, for another week. Yeah, as always, if you've liked what you've heard, uh, follow us on Spotify and 
hit us up with that fat five-star rating. And <laughs> uh, and if you like us so much, you want to follow us on Instagram, do that as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's been Ruby. I've been Woodson. Uh, ba-bam. Bye-bye.